What can be some of the most important uses of anti-colonist razors? Well, after knowing all about Mycenae gravis, what other uses can we list on our tips? For all these answers, stay tuned to today's episode. And before I begin, a break to breathe, a break to read, a break to dive in deep, a break to read. And finally, after all this, coming back from the break to preach. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD, Pharmacology. And this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your mind, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Today, I want to converse in brief about the uses of anti-colonist razors in general. One of the major uses we have done before in last episode was Mycenae Grevis. I have conveyed the details about it. Nicely, now let's get to know some more. Well, with the complete knowledge of Mycenae Grevis, if you can club up the carcinoma sinus syndromes with the sinus symptoms of Mycenae Grevis, especially I'm talking about the small cell lung carcinoma, then what we get is the Lambert-Eden syndrome. That's the first use of anti-colonist razors in my list today. It happens in about 50% of individuals, the state of Lambert-Eden syndrome, it occurs. It's due to the presynaptic disorder of the deficient acetylcholine release. Now, this arises due to autoantibody against the L-type of voltage-gated calcium channels. Then, what are we going to do in such a situation? Well, 3-4 capital DAP. Well, the full form is diaminopyridine. It works well in such a situation. What does it do? It increases the neurotransmitter release by blocking the potassium conductance. It also enhances the action potential and it helps by enhancing in turn the all-over cholinergic transmission. Well, how is it to be taken or what is the dosage form? It's to be taken orally four times a day. It's basically an orphan drug in UK, that is United Kingdom, and it's very well known side effects include insomnia, seizures and a lot of other central nervous system excitement states. Let's get to know about the other condition. For the use of anti-colonist razors, the second one on my list is the cobra bite. Why in this situation can we use anti-colonist razors? Because the venom of the cobra has elements which are similar to curare, like the poison of the nerves. Neostigmine with a combination of atropine. Well, the dose of neostigmine can be up to 1 mg intravenous. Another alternative drug I want to tell you about is Edrophonium, up to 10 mg intravenous. Both can be used, not together, but either of them can be used along with a combination of atropine and they work wonders. No doubts that in the present era, we have specific anti-venom serum available for the cobra snake bite. 
So that is the preferred one option nowadays. Next use, well, next on my list, I have the belladonna poisoning. Well, the Atropa belladonna plant that you might have heard about it, it's known as the Datura plant in my mother tongue. It's a plant from which the atropine is derived. Physostigmine is a specific antidote. When you can really call it as a drug of choice for this particular condition. The advantages are that it can cross the blood-brain barrier and it very well works against the central as well as the peripheral adverse effects of the balladona. Additionally, physostigmine may turn up undesirable. How can it turn up undesirable? Because it may show some sort of adverse effects like hypotension, arrhythmias, etc. But you know, it is still better than neostigmine. Why? Because neostigmine, it lacks the central actions. It has the incapability to cross the blood-brain barrier. And definitely, another added advantage I want to tell you of neostigmine use is that it is not showing a lot of undesirable effects. But though it's not showing the undesirable effects, it lacks the desirable effects also. So, balancing and knowing all the adverse effects and the desirable effects, the drug of choice is physostigmine. Next use of anticholinesterases on my list is the post-operative complications. Well, I want to tell you about two complications that can occur post-operatively. The first one includes the post-operative urinary retention, what we also call as the post-operative paralytic ileus. Now, this situation can be relieved by using around 1 mg of subcutaneous dose of neostigmine. And another longer-acting option is diastigmine, which can be used 5 mg orally. And due to long action, it can be taken every second day. Now, neostigmine and diastigmine, they have rare use nowadays. The condition for their use is that there should be no organic obstruction in the urethral tract. Next Post-operative complication that can be treated with anticholinesterases is the post-operative decurarization. Again, the rescue drug is neostigmine, up to 2 mg intravenous, and the dose is 40 microgram per kg. Now, neostigmine dose should be followed after the dose of any anti-muscarinic agent. Well, it can be atropine, it can be glycopyrrolate. The dose of antimuscarinic agent should be up to 10 microgram per kg. And why we need this preceding the dose of neostigmine to stop the unwanted muscarinic effects. Now, this combo of the anticholinesterases and antimuscarinic drug, it works very quickly to reverse the paralysis of muscles which are caused by the neuromuscular blocking agents like D-tubercurary. And these D-tubercurary-like agents are generally administered during the anesthesia. Next use of anticholinesterases is the Alzheimer's disease. What is Alzheimer's disease? In one line, we can say it's this progressive neurodegeneration. And there is a marked loss of cholinergic neurons. It leads to the dementia states. In such a state, 
highly cerebral selective anti-colonist traces like donopezil, ribostigmine, galantamine, etc. They play a very important and helpful role. Next state where you can use anti-colonist traces is paroxysmal atrial supraventricular tachycardia famously abbreviated as capital PSVT. Presently, the drug of choice or the, uh, the drugs that show a very good effect are the calcium channel blockers. They give better results, but still at some point of time, edrophonium was considered a therapy amongst the entire colonist traces. And lastly, how can you use anti-colonist traces? It can be used to reverse the excess dosages of a lot of miscellaneous drugs. Especially the drugs that inherit the additional anti-colonergic aspect or property in their role and function. What are these drugs? The group of drugs are antihistamines and tricyclic antidepressants. The anti-colonergic actions are overt and exposed in the excess of the doses. Not in the normal therapeutic doses, not in the low doses, but they show off their anticholinergic properties when their doses are taken too much. And then, Pfizer-Stigmine, it serves a great savior in such cases. And always remember, Pfizer-Stigmine is accompanied by its own adverse effects like hypertension, arrhythmias, etc. So be very cautious while treating such situations of excess dosage of drugs like antihistamines and tricyclic antidepressants. Okay, that was a brief account of the miscellaneous and a lot of important use of anti-colonist tracers. It was a good preaching program and I do enjoy doing continuous episodes instead of taking breaks. That's my own realization just to share with you all. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences and drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name is Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.